To Kelly's Green Lounge Radio, we are a cannabis-friendly establishment. Why do a podcast? Why add a podcast to Kelly's Green Lounge? Kelly's Green Lounge is somewhere where you can go online and you can learn about cannabis. You can come to events and you can learn about cannabis. Or you can hang out with cannabis-friendly individuals. But why do a podcast? I think it's because... I meet a lot of people in this cannabis community. And although we're a little community right now, we're a strong community. And there's a lot of people that have a story to do with cannabis. Maybe it's medical. Maybe it's emotional. Maybe somehow they feel that cannabis has saved them. Maybe somehow they feel that cannabis could save them. Or maybe they feel like they want to help somebody. And maybe the stigma around it will not allow them to help themselves. I know someone who is very sick, someone that could really use cannabis to help the sickness, but refuses, refuses to even consider it because they are of the mind frame that cannabis is bad. It's a drug, that evil marijuana. That's the mind frame of yesterday. So what we do at Kelly's Green Lounge is we open people's minds even just a little bit. Maybe we do that with yoga and toke. Maybe we do that with paint and toke. Or somehow we get together and we watch a stoner comedy and we eat cannabis-infused popcorn. We're a little bit of a culture right now, but we're growing. In major markets in Canada, the cannabis community is so much bigger than the one that we have out here in Clarington. And that's where we are in Clarington, Ontario. And we're growing day by day, member by member. And we're enjoying ourselves. We, we want to help people. We want to give people a good time. And we want to inform people about different things to do with cannabis, whether it's medical or whether it's recreational. Cannabis is the way of the future. And I've been saying this for a while now. By the time my life ends, I believe that cannabis will have changed the world. I believe that fully and completely. All events currently take place at private locations in Ontario, Canada, which are for members of Kelly's Green Lounge. For now, some events will be funded by a fee to cover costs associated with running the lounge and events. In the future, we're going to make it possible to become a full member of the lounge by purchasing a membership. Details of locations are found on our closed Facebook group, along with more information about these events. If you haven't signed up, please find us there and on Instagram. You may also email info at kellysgreenlounge.ca to receive information about location and ongoing workshops or seminars. We also have a mailing list where we can send you our monthly newsletter. Kelly's Green Lounge has a feature where we go on the Rome. So Kelly's Lounge can be found at different locations, visiting different cannabis events or cannabis professionals or cannabis friends. 
On February 17th, Kelly visited Elevated Culture Toronto's High Tea. The location was kept under wraps until you RSVP'd, which made it feel really cool and exclusive. Inside, the private residence was elegantly decorated for the tea, and participants were welcomed by hosts and given a tour. The main table was set up with fancy teacups and a variety of yummy finger foods. The company throughout the event was engaging and down-to-earth. There was a lot of delicious cannabis smoked that day, and it felt like a fancy tea, which is a lovely combination for a Sunday afternoon. The ladies behind the company really have their finger on the pulse of the cannabis community. We learn a lot from their online presence. Elevated Culture Toronto. You can find them on all social media. Kelly's Green Lounge interviews people. We talk to people, we chat with people. Sometimes we do it in person, sometimes we do it at events, over the phone, or interview style, one-on-one. We recently sat down with a former resident of British Columbia to talk to her about the differences in the cannabis community there and the cannabis community here in Ontario. We're here today with Jen, who's going to talk to us about the differences between Ontario and British Columbia and the cannabis community here and the cannabis community there. Hi, Jen. Hello. So you lived in British Columbia for how long? 24, 25 years. And you've recently been back to Ontario. How long have you been here? I came back two and a half years ago. Oh, so you were here before... Before legalization, Yes, I was. I was here in Ontario when it was legalized. Just, I was here for a year before and then it legalized, yes. Okay, so let's just, for argument's sake, say you've been here since it's been legal in Ontario, but you were in BC when it was legal or was there some exceptions there or... What did you see out there while it was still illegal here? Well, the interesting thing about this conversation is that it actually was more, it felt more legal there then than it does here now. Oh, that's very interesting. Yes. So we're talking um, a community there that was cannabis open. Yes. It was not cannabis legal. But it was cannabis open. Acceptable. It was acceptable. So you could go to find places where... You didn't have to go to find them. There were more um, dispensaries in Vancouver than there were Starbucks. How, how long has that been going on for? That happened quickly and they were open on every corner within months. But how long ago? Um, that would have been... I don't know, four four years ago? Four years ago. So we've only been seeing it for the last maybe year and a half, two years. And that's really only been in Toronto. And barely. You can barely find them. I mean, right. you really have to be in the know. How I to think find our, them. the Green Mile that's close to us. And they kept us. getting busted. Right. Yes. And so I think really we've only seen that over the last maybe year that it's been open and except accepted. Except for on the reserves. Except for on the reserves. Yeah. Whereas you're saying it's been there. Yes, people had the opportunity to make an honest income from from weed in their shops. Wow. And they paid taxes. They paid taxes and the police, you know, the police raided them every once in a while. They'd close everybody down and steal (laughs) and take all of their content and money and make arrests. Um, But to be honest, the only time that... 
police used that force was to control something else usually or to make a statement about something or it was never result. really to crack down no, on cannabis. No, no. And if you talk to most anybody, they would rather deal with people a public high than a public drunk. Right. And people need a release. And people are big people. They're grown-ups. Right. So you're allowed to choose how you spend your free time. And you're allowed to responsibly use drugs. So you would, you would find that British Columbia is more open-minded? Way more... Than Ontario. Yes. Okay. In many ways. Do you see Ontario progressing in this direction? Do you? You must no, have been. No, I don't right now. So when you were in British Columbia, you were you were there for twenty five years. You must have seen the differences that it went from not being open to being open. Ever since I moved there, it was always open. But I could buy more. So you're saying in the last four years with the dispensaries. Only because of the dispensaries. Okay. So when you could it get was... it anytime you needed it, there were bike couriers and it was still very open. It was okay. still a very open. You could walk down the street and smoke pot anytime. There were people smoking pot all the time everywhere in Vancouver since I moved there. And of course, we don't see that here in Ontario. No, not at all. So, and you're saying you don't think it looks like it's going to happen here. It's just why? Um, what do you, I think it will happen opinion? here. I think it'll happen here after the summer and we get the outdoor people using outdoor on patios and walking down the street more. You know, but there's still a bunch of people that think that, oh no, now that they've legalized it, everything's going to change. And that's not really what's going to happen. The only thing is that now people won't be put in jail for walking down the street with marijuana in their pocket. It's, and the thing that's harder for me to understand is that Ontario is really being strange about who they let open a dispensary. They are. They are. I mean, if you're allowed to grow four plants in your home, why shouldn't you be able to earn money off that? It would be like if I can grow lettuce in my garden or if I can grow anything successfully, I'm allowed to sell it. Why not marijuana? Why not the most valuable crop of all? You Google it. What's the most valuable crop of all that I can grow and make money on? That's easy. It's marijuana. It's cannabis. It's pot. It's hemp. So when you're, so when you're seeing this, so obviously this has been something that's been in your lifestyle your, your whole life. Yeah, because, yeah. I know people who had grow-ups. I know people. I used to trim regularly. So when you are, so you're living in a community which would be considered a, a highly cannabis community yeah. out in a different province, out in the province of British Columbia, and now you're back to living in Ontario, and we're just growing this cannabis community, and we're just trying to start it out and trying to make it a bigger and more successful community. What would you suggest would be some ways that we could do that? Some ways we could be maybe more open-minded, or what would make us be more of a, a open-minded community out here we need to do what they did out west which is we need to just band together and steer like control our politicians more with open-minded and they're coming up to the dispensary now more than they even would go because there's liquor stores everywhere else this is a chance for small towns and people who are struggling, they close down GM, open dispensaries in Oshawa. Let people sell and earn money with a cash crop. Having people in jail for weed 
while the government is allowed to make money off it? No, that is, that is completely crazy. So one idea that you would have would be to allowing the little places, the villages, the small cities, the, yes. the, the towns, yes. to have dispensaries yes. and, and to grow ops, grow ops uh, and to maybe bring it more into the communities there. Yes. So Ontario's closed-minded, BC's open-minded, we need to be more progressive, we need to be... Just more laid back, calm down. It's not like all of a sudden everybody's going to be recklessly driving down the road smoking pot. That's not going to happen. It didn't ha it doesn't work like that. Right. You know? What about more uh, educational situations? Yes, way more education. Way more talking about it and way more community experiences and way more openness to it. Yeah. Really. You should be allowed to to talk about it more. Uh, I talk about it more because you're allowed to. I feel more comfortable now talking about it. Yes. I think that it's something that I've always felt I wanted to yeah. talk about. Yeah. But now, I guess, because it's more, I don't feel uncomfortable talking about it. Being more open to having a conversation in the lineup at the grocery store yeah. when we're talking about perhaps picking up a product that we are going to take home to bake our own marijuana cookies. And I think that having conversations like that, like saying it's acceptable for a mom to say, I want to go home and smoke a joint because I've had a hard day. Oh, hell yes. As opposed to mommy needs a glass of wine. Yes. It's okay to say that. Sure. But why isn't it okay to say it is. mom needs to smoke a joint? In British Columbia, it is okay to say that. Right. Anytime. And, right. And I think that... So erasing that stigma will help us. Residents of Ontario will be affected by this if we are just a little more open-minded. The only purpose of this podcast is to entertain, educate, and to inform. It is no substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Instead, we encourage you to discuss your options with a healthcare provider who specializes in medical cannabis or with a cannabis lawyer. Guests who speak in this podcast express their own opinions, experience, and conclusions, and Kelly's Green Lounge has not and cannot be held responsible for guests' views. This podcast is available for private, non-commercial use only, advertising which is incorporated into, placed in association with, or targeted towards the content of this podcast is forbidden. You may not edit modify, or redistribute this podcast in any way.